Shalom Aleichem Rabotai. We're continuing in Mishnah Yomi. We're finishing today the eighth parak of Trumot. Now, the last Mishnah in the eighth parak is on a similar theme to what we learned yesterday about the prohibition of being actively metame truma, that we can't actively make truma, at least edible forms of truma, to contract ritual impurity. Rather, the, the best course of option when there's, when there's nothing to do is to let it become tame by itself. In the case of letting the, the pagan touch one loaf of bread so he's not going to touch the rest of them. Now, Mishnah Yudbei says, Vechen, and so too Nashim, women, She'amru lahem, Ovdei the pagans have Nebuch taken them as prisoners, and they say to these women, these Jewish women, Tnu achat mikem v'nitma, give us one of you, and the pagans are going to violate her, God forbid. Im love, if you don't give us one, Hare anu mitamim es kulchem, then the pagans are going to violate everyone. So the Mishnah rules, Yitamu es kulan. They should be passive and allow all of them to be taken. And don't give over one person actively. So the Jewish people should not give one Jew to be violated. They should remain passive and allow it to happen. Since we are in the three weeks, I'm going to take a liberty and say that this reminds us very heavily of the Gemara and Gittin 57b. And the Gemara there is recounting the aftermath of the Churban Yerushalayim when the Romans Nebuch destroyed Yerushalayim and took many Jews as slaves. And there's a Misa of 400 attractive young men and women, both men and women, who were being taken by boat to Rome. And they realized that the intention was that they would all be used for a, a terrible form of slavery for the entertainment and enjoyment of the pagans. And they made uh, a drusha. So they said, Hashem will bring us back from between the teeth of the lion. Even the ones drowned in the sea, Hashem will return them, bring them back in Yemot Mashiach. And then they threw themselves into the ocean, Al-Kiddush Hashem, rather than being used for the sport of the pagans. This, this was, it, it doesn't sound like the mission is din, but this was an exceptional circumstance, Al-Kiddush Hashem. And it's a stark reminder that the halachot of Kiddush Hashem themselves are not simple. And they bear some study, at least, God forbid we should be in such a situation, but at least so we can appreciate the choices and the struggles that our ancestors made when they were put into such situations. Okay, on to the ninth parak, first Mishnah, Hazorea Truma, Shogig Yufach, someone plants Truma. So you understand Truma is referring to the seeds also. Truma is not just the wine and the grains, it's the grains even in unplanted form. So the din is Yupach. He makes it hefech, he turns it over. They take the plow and they turn, they, you know, they plow it up and they turn up the seeds so they're not going to grow. Mezid yekayim. But if he planted them on purpose, he has to be mekayim. He can't destroy them, he has to let them grow. 
the Bartonera says, because people know this is Truma, they realize this is Truma, so you're not allowed to destroy Truma. So he's he has what we call a field of Truma. So Ben Shogig Ben, sorry, the Mishnah says, Im Heviu Shlish. Im Heviu Shlish, once they reach a third of their full growth, Ben Shogig Ben Mizad, whether he planted by accident or on purpose, he has to has to let them grow. He has to take care of them, can't destroy them. They are a field of Truma. If he planted Pishtan on purpose, he does plow that up. Now, flax is different because flax is not edible. Now, flax seeds, sometimes the people who are very into, you know, healthy food and things like this, they eat the flax seeds, but uh, the flax stalks themselves, so what's growing in the field right now is not edible, so it's not truma. But if it is something edible, then he has to be mekayim, because it's considered a field of truma, and truma we do not actively destroy. Shkoyach,